going on guys and gals this is the popcorn hero show and with me today is pedro yo yo what's going on man hey and of course i'm armando welcome back thanks man okay good to be back good to be back nice nice we uh we missed you oh thanks man it's been a while but uh, I'm here to be here for my fans. Just kidding. He's always here. <laughs> for the people that are like, wait, did I skip an episode? <laughs> <laughs> I'm no. just fucking with you. Uh, <laughs> but this is the Oscars after show. Oh, the, yeah. pop, the Popcorn Heroes Oscar after show. Part three of our Oscar trilogy. Oscar for, trilogy. For 2018. Yes. Uh, if you don't know what the fuck we're talking about, the first episode we discussed the nominees. The second episode, which was last week, mm-hmm. we discussed our predictions and a friendly gentleman's bet. Yes, yes. And then today, which is our final episode of this three-parter, is actually who won. Who won. Each category. And what we liked about the show. And yeah. And then... Uh, and all the wieners. And who won the friendly gentleman's bet. Yes. Stick around, guys. Wait till the end. Wait till the end. I hope I hope people stick around though. I hope so too. Yeah, like <laughs> I hope that's a good teaser for you guys. We, we always go pretty long on these. Yeah, yeah. But we just love movies. Or as always, you could just skip to the end and see who won the gentleman's bet. True, you could scrub through it. Mm-hmm. Watch us just do it in the middle, and then they scrub to the end, and they're like, "This isn't it." <laughs> they got us. So just in case we popcorn heroes, listen to the whole thing just in case. Listen to it all the way through. <laughs> Hey right, guys, um, what do you want to start off first with the categories or the general brief of what we liked about the show? Uh, maybe we can do it as we go. Mix it in. All right, yeah, let's we'll mix, mix it, it in. in. All right, so before we start, let's actually do the uh, that opening monologue. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel's opening yeah, monologue. Jimmy Kimmel. I had, I didn't watch it to be honest. Oh, okay. Well, so let me know. I don't remember the jokes exactly, but let, let me just Was say it good? I, I actually yeah because. Jimmy Kimmel comes off as an asshole. Yeah, always. He does. But he's a likable asshole. That is very true. He always comes true. off as cold, like he doesn't give a shit. But to me, in my opinion, his jokes are pretty damn funny. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't really care for him that much last year. I don't know what it was. Maybe it's also because I didn't watch the whole thing. So I kind of just saw a little bit of his jokes and I was like, ah, is that? Yeah. But um, no, his opening was pretty good. Uh, he hit all pretty much everything. Like obviously the Weinstein, the Me Too. Uh, he hit all those things, but they were actually funny. Like I didn't see any jokes that he said that where everyone went like, ooh. <laughs> so no offensive, like trying to make, yeah. like make fun of people or shit like I that. I mean, there was offensive and make fun of, but it wasn't. You know, there's always that line. Yeah. There's always the one where it's like, oh, I can't believe you said that. Ha, that's <laughs> funny. Like he yeah. went there, or there's the ones like, ooh. He you know, went there. Like Ricky Gervais back in the day, he went there. Yeah, he did. He, but Ricky Gervais don't give a fuck, yeah, though. Yeah, he said a few things, and everyone's like, oh, he said it. Oh, he's not coming back next year. <laughs> and he didn't. And he, did. he sure as fuck did it. <laughs> but um, no, it was good. It was a good opening. And um, so so one of my favorite bits that he did in the very beginning is, uh, so the biggest complaint about the Oscars is always that they go on too long. Yeah. They go on really long. Mm-hmm. And he was like, all right, whoever does the shortest speech, not only are we just going to like fucking play music like we always do, but whoever does the shortest speech and I will be clocking you from the moment you grab the Oscar to the moment you, you stop, I will clock it in. You guys, whoever's the shortest, will win a jet ski. And then he starts it off. like, <laughs> And then you see in the back of the curtains open, there's the jet ski. And then Helen Mirren is like. Oh, for like showing it yeah, off. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, nice, nice. And he was fucking serious about it. Like, every time a person went out, he would clock that shit in. Oh, my and God. It was pretty funny. 
That's hilarious. But yeah, I was gonna say that being said, I actually saw the the time that it took for each Oscar. Yeah. And it's actually so this Oscar went on for three hours and fifty three minutes. That's a long ass Oscars, dude. That's, that's pretty much fifty three minutes over, right? Yeah, essentially. So they did the jet ski. Which is a big fucking commercial for whatever company it was. I don't even remember. Yeah. I think it was Kawasaki. Might have been. Started with a K. Mm -hmm. It's got to be it then. Yeah. So, and then last year's was three hours and 49 minutes. So, it went on four minutes longer and they gave the incentive for everyone to hurry the fuck up. Yeah. But the thing is, they stayed on that too long. Like, everyone kept referencing the jet ski. So, their incentive to, because I I really did think that they did that on purpose to really shorten it. But, but, but to be honest with you, I don't think these people give a fuck. They get yeah. the money. They can buy themselves. Well, yeah, for sure. And if they go over, who gives a shit? But yeah. it's just that w- not in a joking manner. They actually did say that we do have a problem. We do go on too long. So let's do that to shorten it. And it didn't even shorten it. It no. lengthened it. But I think there's just too many bits. Yeah. And there's too many um, too many like performances and shit yeah, like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They did all the performances of the song, too. But anyways, that that was pretty much the, the, the opening part. I, I, I like the idea of the jet ski. But yeah. when I finished it at the end i'm like yo this shit was long yeah and i know that's why you didn't finish watching because it nah. was long as fuck. yeah it was long, long. I, I stopped watching it after they gave away uh i think it was foreign film oh okay after foreign film you're like fuck it yeah after foreign film i was like oh my god this shit's going way on no I, I, yeah foreign film yeah that's where I, that's where i stopped yeah because then after that they started giving away um you know the that the screenplay original screenplay and i didn't see any of that so yeah i stopped at foreign film but yeah, that was pretty much the opening. So we could start with yeah. whatever categories you want to talk about. Actually, since you're already on this topic about bits, I want to go into the bit that I always enjoyed about Jimmy Kimmel was the when he takes the famous people. Ah, yeah. So <laughs> I wanted to mention this that the funny thing is that when he Jimmy Kimmel was like, "Hey guys, across the street, there's a screening of whatever." A, a, a wrinkle in time. A wrinkle in time. And I just want to, you know, since we have all the famous fam- famous people here, I want to surprise the audience. Oh, it was like, you know, we're always thanking people, but yeah. we're someone we never thank. We never thank the, the movie goers. The audience, the audience, yeah. So he was like, I want to take some of you guys over there so you can actually thank him in person. And he was like, who wants to come with me? And there's just like this awkward silence of like, yeah. was like don't, don't choose me. Don't yeah. choose me. It was like crickets. <laughs> so, yeah, I feel like a good portion of them were like, I'm really fucking comfortable and I'm drunk as shit. Yeah. So don't touch me. But I feel like the other portion of people were like, is he joking? Yeah. Are you serious? Is he joking? Yeah. If I get up, am I going to look like an idiot? Like, yeah. So there was also that. There's, a, there's, a, there's that dumb awkwardness. Yeah. And or, or people don't believe in their star power, I guess, maybe. Could, I, I, I guess some people and don't also think in their maybe stars. it makes you look like an ego, like like egotistical. If you go, yeah. Yeah, I want to show people who I am, whatever. Like, who the fuck are you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it was funny that Jimmy Kimmel, like, I think he waited for a good, like, 20 seconds, 15 seconds to make, see if long. anyone... More towards like a 10 second thing. All right, but like a 10 second, like waiting to see if anyone said anything. He was like, I got to keep the show going. So he singled out Angle, 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 or Ansel Elgort. Ansel Elgort. Which is the guy from Baby Baby Driver. Driver. And after that, then kind of the ball started rolling. Right, yeah. Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo del Toro. um, uh, Lin-Manuel. Lin-Manuel, yeah. And, uh, oh, he actually singled out Mark Hamill. He went, Mark, come. If they see Luke Skywalker, they'll, like, lose their shit. Yeah, Mark. No, actually, Mark Hamill wanted to go. Oh, yeah. I, I, think, I, th- I think as soon as he singled that Ansel, and then Mark Hamill was right behind him. So he was oh, like. You know what? I think he was backstage still. 
I think he was walking in from. No, backstage. no, no, no. He was already oh, sitting, sitting there. Yeah. So, yeah. so that I think Mark Hamill kind of stood up and he's like, "Oh," yeah. and that's when he said, "Oh, Mark. um, Mark Hamill, Luke, they definitely want to see Luke Skywalker." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's when Guillermo del Toro stood up. Yeah, that um, was so awesome. And um, and then uh, Gal Gadot and Lupita. And Lupita. They and both came together. And then Margot came running. And Margot Robbie came running from the outskirts. Oh, and uh, Army, Army Hammer. Army Hammer. Army Hammer stood up. Also, I think he stood up between when. When Lupita and and Margaret Robbie kind of stood yeah, yeah. up, he he got up there at that point. I mean, that's a good crowd. Yeah, yeah, it, that's exactly. a good company. Th- that's good star power. Like even Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, they're probably you know you're thinking, oh, why would a director be there? But that's one of the directors you know his face. Like you see him, at least I do. Well, at least, at if, least we if do. you're a movie buff, you know who Guillermo del Toro yeah, is. Yeah, you look but at him. It's same I, thing. You look at Spielberg. You're like, that's fucking Spielberg. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think Guillermo has the star power though for it though. Like I, I was kind of strange out that Guillermo del Toro wanted to go because I don't think right. people really know yeah, who yeah. he is because he's done a lot of, a lot of monster movies. Right. So nobody really, unless you're into movies, you don't really know who he is. I don't know. People know his name. I think I feel like people would know his face. Obviously, you can't compare him to the star power of the others. Obviously. Oh yeah, like like if Chris Nolan would have gone, it would have been like, oh shit, it's Chris Nolan. Maybe, or, maybe, maybe, or they probably just would have thought, hey, that looks like an older Leo. <laughs> Nolan always looks like an old Leo. That is true, dude. Um, but they have a good amount. And Wonder Woman, yeah. dude. And Wonder Woman is one of the biggest actresses right now. Oh, there was a funny little scene. So it, it, it cuts over to them in the theater now, and they all got mm-hmm. their shit. Like mm-hmm. they got a, a like hot goodies, dog, a hot dog launching, yeah, and then yeah. uh, Guillermo and Lin Manuel had the giant sub. Yeah, like a super giant sub. Yeah, like, I don't know how many feet long. Yeah, that shows funny. But then while while Jimmy Kimmel's like. Pretty much getting everyone ready. In the corner, I don't know if you noticed that all the way on the right, you actually see Mark Hamill and Gal Gadot, and Mark Hamill kind of like like. Oh yeah, him. he's like, oh, he's talking about yeah, like, yeah, nice like, to meet you. You can kind of hear it on the mic a little bit. He like turned on, he went, oh hey, nice to meet you. And yeah. I'm like, man, I love that guy. Yeah, that and, guy's and, so fucking friendly. And, and she was like, hey, nice to meet you. Yeah, I love yeah. your shit or whatever. Some, some something around those lines. Yeah, you hear Jimmy Kimmel talking, but immediately my eyes went straight. Me to too. The- <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was like, oh, my God, me- it looked like they were meeting each other for the first time officially. Well, which is, which is, if you think about it, like, I, I, I was, even though these people are famous and, and all that bullshit, they don't really know each other. Right. Unless you, you know, they're still strangers, you know. Yeah, for the most part, unless you meet at parties. At parties, stuff like that. But sometimes these are actually first time people meeting each yeah, other, I thought you that know. that was awesome. I was like, oh, nice, Wonder Woman and Luke shaking hands. Yeah, oh, that was pretty cool, man. Yeah. And uh, I like when they actually walked in. The reason why I liked when they walked in is because a part of me was thinking, oh, my God, everyone's going to lose their shit. Yeah. But I know there's a handful of people in the theaters like, I just want to watch my fucking movie. <laughs> I don't give a shit who the fuck Jimmy Kimmel is. I want this free screening. Like, like I just imagine the old grouchy people in the theater that are watching A Wrinkle in Time. Like, and who the fuck is that like, lady there? I love this book. And then, you know, they watch it and they're like, who is this? <laughs> <laughs> who is this man and this lady? The only one they probably recognize is like Mark Hamill. Like, oh, him. Oh, that's Star Wars. We finished my movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I just imagine, like, when the movie starts back up, it doesn't even start back in the right place. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. I'd be so mad to be honest with you. I don't know why. That kept popping into my head. <laughs> but when they actually went to theater, I liked that. Uh, that's where they announced the next category. I don't remember what category it was. Uh, I think it was... They, they grabbed some guy from the front row because of his epic beard. It, it was the two comedians It was um that came up to present. It was. So, it? I think they were doing... They did two yeah, awards. Yeah, I think they did... If I'm not mistaken, I think they did. I don't remember either. 
so many fucking awards. Yeah, there's so many categories. Did they do the documentary? Yeah. Maybe? <laughs> I don't know. Some shit. Well, anyways, one, one of those categories. It was one of those. But I know it was them, too. But for the comedians. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I thought that was a great bit. Yeah, it was good. I, I, I love that shit. It was like the last year how they he brought in a, 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 a tour group, I think it was. It was the tour group. And he, he, he walked them into it, and they all saw all the famous people and shit like yeah, that. Yeah. Like, I, I like seeing that shit, you yeah. know? Like, I, I think he's also doing those bits because I want to say Ellen started that with the pizza. Yeah. The pizza delivery, and mm-hmm. then they gave the dude a gigantic fat fucking tip. Yeah, oh, my God. She's like, I'm awesome. not going to pay for it. One of you guys pay for it, and everyone's, like, reaching into their wallets, you know? Yeah. Or, I don't know, maybe I'm remembering it wrong. I feel like only one person reached for the wallet. I don't know, but I do remember that bit, though. Yeah. But I like seeing that shit. Yeah, I, I, like I like seeing the, the merge of, like, regular people yeah. and then the famous people makes, out here. It also makes the show entertaining. Like, I understand it was pretty much because of this bit why it probably went way over time. Yeah. But... I, I enjoyed it. It was fun. It was it was yeah. a good bit. I li- I like seeing that shit. And that's why I like you know Jimmy Kimmel because he's got some weird fucking ideas. Yeah, he always has some weird ideas. If you watch his sh- if you watch his show, he has a lot of those funny ideas. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like that was one of the entertaining bits I had there. But I don't know if you would you have any other anything else you want to mention about those bits? Oh, the other bit he did was uh what was the best picture one? But we'll talk about that when we get to. We'll the best talk about picture. it when we get there. All right, guys. So let's start off. This category winners. Yeah, I don't remember the order they did in the show. So I don't remember, but we'll go with one that we found on the internet. Interwebs. All right, guys. Um, so let's start off with best sound mixing, and the winner was Dunkirk. Yeah. And if you know, and if you guys remember our our list, because you guys are such faithful, faithful fans. Right. You followed it. You followed that you printed list. the list. And you knew where we were going here. Yeah. So for best sound mixing. Uh, I chose Blade Runner 2049. Pedro, what did you choose? Where is it? Oh, I actually did the same thing. I chose Blade Runner 2049. And we no. both got that wrong. Yeah, we both got it wrong. <laughs> yeah. I did not think Dunkirk was going to win it. Fuck, man. It was like, was it last year or the year before? It was like uh, Mad Max. Mad Max. Mad yeah. Max. Like Mad Max won. Like Mad Max was winning awards. everything. But but, uh, but this year, I, I, honestly, I didn't think Dunkirk was gonna win sound mixing because I mean, yeah. what was isn't sound mixing like the merge of the the yeah. like the sounds with the movie essentially? Well, they had to recreate all the sounds, so they had to mix different sounds together to, to mimic the noises. So yeah, mm. man, it was yeah yeah. Uh, all those movies did it. It was just the choice of which one would win. And yeah, that, that is very true. Um, but fuck it. Next one is best sound editing. Which was, mm-hmm. I chose Baby Driver. I chose the same. I chose the same. So, I chose Baby Driver, for, I guess, because you remember, for the fact that um, it mixed, it mixed the, 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 the songs and yeah, yeah, all that they, shit. It yeah, was the, really good. The music with the, with the film. Yeah. It was perfect. So, in that sense, I didn't know why they chose Dunkirk. I don't, I don't know. I'm kind of lost that words there. Well, same thing. Editing the sounds to make the sound effects they needed. That's, all, that's what it all comes down to. But I've noticed what the Oscars does is I know it's by votes, but there's got to be something in it that's rigged, obviously, because they like to give certain movies their credit. Like they're like, oh, if this movie isn't going to win this, let's give it this. If this movie isn't going to win this, let's give it this. Yeah, they play around with that shit. They play around with it. I know they say it's votes, but eh, a part of me thinks they oversee it and then they kind of fuck with it a little bit. I, I think it comes down to votes. But but you think the voters ahead of time decide. But, but voters think about that shit. Probably. They're like, oh, I'm going to vote for this one. But you know what? I think I'm going to give it to this one. and, and blah, blah, blah. I, I, think, I, th- I think 
all the voters think the way you think. Mm-hmm. Or, or, and I, I, we don't know. Apparently, they do do it anonymously. Okay. But maybe they do it mm-hmm. in groups. Yeah. So I don't know. Probably I don't know how that show works. Probably the same way. So yeah, they give these two to Dunkirk. So yeah. Well, I mean. Uh, I don't give a fuck about these categories, so they can give it to whoever the fuck they want. To be honest with you, that's not—they're not important to me. <laughs> they are important because without sound mixing and sound editing, all the movies would sound like shit. Yeah, fuck them. I don't give a fuck, man. It all comes down to the top shit, okay, Pedro. But um, we lost. We both lost on that one. Yeah, so. we did. Next one is best makeup and hairstyling. Which I chose Darkest Hour. Yeah, I chose Darkest Hour as well because of that awesome Winston Churchill face. And guess who won? Darkest Hour. Yeah. Churchill. And like we mentioned in our uh, predictions podcast, that show was amazing. Yeah. The, the makeup was flawless. Dude. No, it was it awesome. It flowed very well. And uh, I had mentioned it before, but Gary Oldman got this badass makeup artist out of retirement. Yeah, you mentioned it in, in well, you guys haven't heard it yet, but oh, yeah. Pedro mentioned it in our Darkest, Darkest Hour review. Coming soon to a podcast to, near you. Ooh. So I'll just recap that real fast. Yeah, recap that. Since you're recap not living that. in the future. <laughs> so there's this, uh, pretty much this badass makeup artist called Kazuhiro Suji. And he was like a fucking legend. And he retired. So Gary Oldman convinced him to get out of retirement. Because he said, if anyone's going to make me look like fucking Winston Churchill, it's going to be a legend. So, yeah. um, But I actually read how he did it. And he pretty much uh, hand-painted veins and moles on the prosthetics. And they were so um, delicate mm. that when you pull them off his face, they would break apart. So that means uh. every single day when they applied the makeup, the prosthetic, they had to hand-paint it. Shit, the veins dude. and moles each and every time. And he used uh, baby hair, like actual baby <laughs> hair. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> for the softness of his uh, scalp. Oh, Jesus. I mean, if you look at Gary Oldman's hair, you look like a big-ass baby anyways. Yeah. So, so I could see the baby hair working, <laughs> he did. working great. He did. Uh, he looked on point. And uh, especially knowing the backstory of it, definitely deserved that for sure. Oh, yeah. He, he definitely deserved that. And again, if you guys see that movie, um, he looked great. He, he looked like Winston Churchill. Yeah, definitely. And if you guys are waiting for a review in order to see that movie, it's coming to you soon. So wait yeah, for yeah. that. So you could check that out when it comes to you, to the eardrum near you. Uh-huh. All right. So the next category is best costume design, which the winner was Phantom Thread. You got it right. And I chose Phantom Thread. You son of a bitch. I got Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Because I went out on a limb with that one. I had a feeling it wouldn't, but I went with it anyway. Yeah. The, th- the thing is, that, like, uh, like I was mentioning to you when we were, on, when we were discussing the Oscars, uh, the Phantom Thread essentially created a designer brand from scratch. From scratch, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like, it, it, the the movie itself was the Phantom Thread was based on a story of a designer. But some movies when they when they when they do movies that uh, that recreate of designer's life or so that they kind of use his old work or they recreate his old work or her old work in order to put it in the movie and so on and so forth. But this movie, The Phantom Thread, actually created everything from scratch. Mm-hmm. It's essentially, they, they made their own brand. Right. And that's why I voted for it. Because mm-hmm. you see how beautiful the gowns and elegant and right. it was just beautiful. And it's dude. literally a movie about costume design. So it, obviously essentially, it yeah. would win it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, it makes sense. It was, it was pretty it. straight up what that was about. I so. went on a limb in that one. So. It's okay, Pedro. Maybe next time you'll win. Um, next category we'll hit is best production design, which the winner was The Shape of Water. Yeah, yeah, and I voted. One of, of one of many. 
<laughs> and that was another one that I uh, I went out on a limb for. I was like, you know what? I got a weird feeling because it just looks so nice. Like, yeah, it was a period piece. It was trying to. I don't know if that makes sense. But I, the, I keep saying period piece, but really, I just mean like a decade piece. Yeah, I think it was more of a decade. piece. I don't think it was a period piece per se. Yeah, but but it was the nice fifties. Yeah, vibe. And, and I for that one, I voted on uh, Beauty and the Beast. Um, clearly, I didn't win. Wrong. Um, but you know, again, I voted for that because I thought you know they Beauty and the Beast literally created these sets. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh fuck, production design. There we go. I also don't know how much is green screen as well, so who knows? That is true. And I know Shape of Water did not use a lot of green screen mm. just for the creature. So there you go. Damn, that's true, Pedro. That was that. Fuck, you got me on that one. I can't even hype. Um, next category was going to be Best Cinematography. Mm, one of my favorites. So the winner for Best Cinematography was Blade Runner 2049. Yes. And what did you vote for, Pedro? Motherfucking Blade Runner 2049. And I actually voted for Dunkirk because I thought um, it was good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one was good too. So actually, a uh, fun fact about the cinematographer that won. His name is Roger Deakins. Hmm. So he won for Blade Runner. Finally, did you know he's been nominated 14 times? Oh, my God. 14 times. Jesus, that's some shit, man. I didn't write down all the movies he worked on, but the big ones. He pretty much worked on Shawshank Redemption, Fargo, Skyfall, and Sicario. In the Skyfall. Yeah, and I don't know if you remember Skyfall and Sicario because those are probably more fresh in your head. Yeah. The, funny, the fucking cinematography for those was amazing. Yeah, they were, especially amazing. Skyfall. So the fact that he was nominated for those two and didn't win, that was already like... Yeah, he was due. He was big time due. 14? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, he deserved this shit. Even though people really wanted um, the Mudbound cinematographer, because it was supposed to be the first black female nominated in the category. Yeah. And I hadn't seen the movie, but I heard she did very well too. But mm. for the sake of this guy... Fucking killing it for fourteen nominations. They just had yeah. to give it to him. Yeah, uh, it, it was it was actually a very young woman that did um I, I can't remember her name right now, but so she has a future. Yeah, she does have a future. They the, the Academy doesn't like to give um Oscars to the younger ones if the older ones are like about to get out of their game. So, yeah, they're, they're, especially when somebody is due like him. Yeah, exactly. So, someone that need the recognition for after sure. all this time. Yeah, definitely. So I was happy about that one. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. He did deserve that one. The next one is Best Film Editing, and the winner for that one was Dunkirk, and I actually voted for Dunkirk on yeah, that Yeah, because I convinced you on that one. Yeah, you Bastard. did, man. I should have stayed quiet. <laughs> <laughs> you were, I want to say you said Baby Driver or Itania. You said something like that. I, I, it, was, it had to be probably Baby Driver because of the, the, driver, the chase cutscenes. But I was like, dude, they're, they're chopping the three different, you know. Yeah, yeah, you're right, dude. I mean, you made a convincing case. We got that one. So I had to vote for that one, too. That was a good one. Um, clearly, as you, because you're good loyal fans, you heard our previous one, and you heard that, like you said. <laughs> it was all about how well cut it was. Um, next one is Best Visual Effects. And the winner for that one was Blade Runner 2049. Yeah. Honestly, it really did deserve that one. It did, for, it did. for sure, dude. Especially which the way I saw um, that scene where his girlfriend mixes with... Oh, like the, like anything. Yeah, no, but I'm trying to oh, remember. Oh, with, 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 with the other woman when they were having sex. It was pretty much the, the virtual threesome scene. I yeah, yeah, I remember that. Because when she moved, she moved, yeah, yeah. and it had that latency the, on it. The way they did that was pretty sick. I watched the behind the scenes for that. Tell so, us how it went, man. Well, I mean, I'm, uh, that's kind of hard to say over the thing. But pretty much it was um, they scanned 
um, the girlfriend's body. Mm-hmm. And they just, they just overlaid it over. So it's not like what I thought at first was they filmed the same scene twice. They filmed it with just her, and then they filmed it with just the other chick, and then they kind of overlaid it themselves. But then in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, how'd they make it look so perfect, though? So all they did was really CG'd. Maybe they did that, though. No, they didn't. Uh, they, they, they CG'd, like, mocaps. They use, I don't know. Oh, but essentially she did the performance, though. Because no, no, if it was a mocap, there had to be a performance to it. The only one that actually did the performance was um, the other woman. The, the Dude, there had to be a performance, though. I'm telling you, I saw it. It was awesome. It mm. was, uh, and then they just overlaid her face over. So, hmm. Interesting. Yeah. But yeah, that movie did deserve it. Um, I voted for War of the Planet of the Apes on that one. I did it, too, because I figured it's the last of the trilogy, and the movie didn't get its recognition for the first two. Yeah. But again, it's a franchise, so they'll probably do a four and a five, and it'll probably never win. I don't know, dude. They'll never win at this point. I- I'm not upset at this one. No, no, I'm not. But upset. Return of Twenty Forty Nine was yeah. great, but I did Honestly, want more of the Planet Apes to win. If any of them would have won, except Blade Runner, I would have been pissed. That is fucking true. If Guardians would have won, Kong or Star Wars would have won, I would have been pissed. Yeah. But the fact that it was Blade Runner, I'm like, you know what? That's the it, only other one that deserved it. It just made sense for that yeah. one, man, for sure. I-, I do agree with you on that one, but I would have loved. Them to give that recognition to World of Planet Apes. Yeah, those those apes look. So, by by the time the third one came out, they just they, they look they, way too real. They were perfected. Yeah, they were, they were fucking. By the so second real. one, they were perfected. Yeah, but but, but they just look really way good. better though. Yeah, this one nailed it. Yeah, sure. it, 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 they just made it better, progressively better throughout the throughout all the trilogy. They always have the first one on FX, and I'm like, it looks good. Yeah, but you but can, now, dude, you can tell. But now, you, you could tell that was the the base, and they just added yeah. onto the base. You know, it was just fucking mm-hmm. perfect, man. Um, next category I have here is best score, ah, or yeah. as it's just, yeah, original score. Best that original saying. score. I love listening so to the scores. the one that won was The Shape of Water. Yeah, and I got that one, baby. And I voted for that one, too. The oh, Shape of Water. Oh, you did, too. Yeah, man. Nice. Very nice. Yeah, man. Don't try to rob me of my wins. No, that one was really good. The only other one that I felt that should have won that one was the Phantom Thread. I thought the music yeah. for Phantom Thread was very haunting. Yeah, very haunting, very it, ominous. It, it would jump from that, and it would actually make me feel uncomfortable, and then it would jump to really nice. Yeah, very lovely, very yeah, like yeah. elegant. So I'm like, thing. that one might win, but I don't know. The Shape of Water, the music for Shape it of Water. It was so good, dude. It went perfectly with it, the it, theme. Uh, I mean, I, I keep repeating myself, but it just took me back in time, that yeah. movie. Like, even the music added to it, it was like, oh, man, just the old days. Yeah, it felt so good. Obviously, we weren't alive for the old days, no, but it was nice to think we were. <laughs> but but if you think about it, we ha- we've been exposed, you know, we're, we're film buffs, so we've been right. exposed a lot to that yes. type of scenery and, and you know, the, moment um, in time. Yeah, the fantasy, the 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 romance of Hollywood. Yeah, for which sure. Is what what people would love for it to really be, you know, the where nothing goes wrong, everything's perfect. Yeah, that's exactly. Perfect. So we've been exposed to that, so we kind of have an understanding of how mm-hmm. that is supposed to be, and that movie made it perfectly. Yeah, it went very well. Uh, next category is uh, best original song, which the winner was "Remember Me" from Coco. I'm I'm not gonna lie, I was very surprised that one. We we both voted. We for both it. voted so we're for both it. Happy at one, yeah. but I on for a second I thought shit, they're gonna give it to "This Is Me." Ah, uh, yeah. Because that 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 performance got a fucking standing ovation. Well, what, in the Oscars when they were performing, yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. It, it got a standing ovation. Wow. And none of the other ones did. So no. immediately I'm thinking shit. <laughs> That's that crazy. But wait, was Hugh Jackman there? No, no. Ah. No, because it's in the film, it's the bearded lady that sings it. Oh, so it's really I didn't her, see the movie. It's really her song. 
Okay. So it was her performing. It was actually the the actress that plays the bearded lady. Oh, nice. She uh she was there. She did the the performance. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I didn't I, I didn't know that. But it didn't win. But that was a very yeah. very close second. I bet. I, I'm, I'm yeah. glad it was Remember Me. Though. I, I remember Me was just a so such a sad song, dude. Yeah. And it was just very touching. Well, the thing is, both though. I mean, actually, that, that's kind of unfair to say. All those songs really mean something about the movie. So they, they all they all have yeah, they all yeah. of them. That's very unfair. Yeah, they they all do mean They're something. They're all really good songs. Maybe it's because we're Hispanic and we just wanted Latinos to win. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, we want we want that representation, yeah, which Latinos had a lot of representation representation that night. Oh, f- fuck yeah! Which is, uh, I'm happy about that, man. That's <laughs> pretty fu- cool. They fucking dominated. That's dude. pretty cool. Um, but the, the thing is that "Remember Me" was such a sad song, dude, right. and it just mixed up emotions in me, right? Yeah. The other songs kind of were about empowering, I guess you can say. Yeah. Um. Actually, yes. That's actually but, the best way to say but it. But Remember Me, dude, was just feels, dude. And it just made you feel something, right? Because your family, your history is all about that. Like, yeah, remembering yeah. your loved ones, remembering right. people you they're, they're, lost. They're, they're immortal as long as you... Remember. Right. So, it was just fucking like, wow, dude. Yeah, it was it a just, song about loss and... And love. And remembrance, and really. Yeah. yeah, it was... I don't know. It was it, it, For me, it took a, a deeper meaning, so... Yeah, I'm glad it won. It got me on the feels, man. It got me on the feels. Uh, best cat. I mean, best category. <laughs> yes. The next category is best animated short, and the one who won that was Dear Basketball. Right. Which I chose yeah, Dear it. Basketball. You said it because your boy Kobe Bryant. Uh, I right. He's he- not my boy. I just knew he was gonna win. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just went with Negative Space because I thought it sounded cool. Because I honestly didn't know. You didn't know anything about I that. I didn't know anything about these. Yeah. I-, I came with no research. Yeah. Uh, Dear <laughs> Basketball is pretty much just a story of of um. Of Kobe and his perseverance and Isn't all that, that bullshit. Crazy? Kobe Bryant has an Oscar. Just think about that for That's a crazy, right? Kobe Bryant has a fucking Oscar. Damn, dude. That's insane. He's got more Oscars than uh, Tom Cruise, more Oscars than, like, what, Brad Pitt? Yeah. More Oscars than. I mean, it's fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he has one, but that's. Yo! Won. All right. The, we're having this conversation earlier today about. Who's who's due now? Wait, wait. Okay. Let's save that conversation for who's late. Uh, for, for later. For, for the category. Yeah, yeah. Let's save that for later. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Uh, next. Uh, next category is uh best live action short, and the winner was the Silent Child. Um, for me, I I chose uh my nephew Emmett, and I which, chose Watu Wote. And we both clearly lost on that right. one. Right. And we just listened to synopsis. The Silent Child did look interesting, too. It, it did look interesting. And, it, again, it, it, it hit on a topic that nobody ever talks about, which is uh, deaf people. Yes. And, oh, I loved her speech. I don't know if you, you got that. Yeah, I, I saw that one. Yeah, I saw that where speech. she actually did the speech in sign language. Yeah, that was really nice. Because she said she promised the lead actress that she would actually yeah. sign it. No, that was awesome. That was uh, very cool. Um, Deserving. But uh, It looked touching. For the the live action shorts and the animated shorts, yeah, I really do want to see all of them now. Especially once I saw oh shit, them. that's the that's the category that was presented during the bit. Oh, you're right, that was the category. Both of those live action and and yeah and uh, documentary short. Yep, yep, the bit with the two comedians for yep. sure. That was it. These were the two categories. Yeah, what you were saying, Benjamin? I'm sorry, I cut mm. you off there. Oh no, I was just saying that um, when they started showing scenes of them of all the of all the uh, the animated short films and live action short yeah. films. I was like, shit, I really got to watch these. I just yeah. didn't have time. I just focused on the best picture ones. Yeah, they, they, they look very interesting. And I know uh, a few of them are on Netflix. I'm sure a few of them are on YouTube. And no stuff way. Like so I'll, I'll go shit, and check Shit, I got to look at it. Because mm-hmm. I didn't think any of them were on Netflix. I know the Dear Basketball ones are on YouTube for sure. Oh, shit. Yeah. I, Fuck. I, I read that somewhere. So I was like, I got to watch it. Well, I got to. Yeah. I gotta now now that you're talking about it, I definitely got to hit that up. 
Uh, next category is best documentary short stuff. Wow. <laughs> next category is best documentary short subject. Yes. And the winner was Heaven is a Traffic Jam on the 405. We both got that one wrong. Yes, I chose heroin. And I said traffic stop. Shit, you were close, dude. <laughs> you were close. You, you just needed to go up one. Oh, traffic jam. Oh, oh for yours? Yeah, yeah. No, for you, man. Oh, yeah. Because you, you, you said traffic stop, traffic jam, you know. I got you. I got you. You, you were almost there, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, shit, I didn't even know what any of these movies were about, to be fucking honest with you. Again, we read the synopsis. And these are all uh, 30-minute documentaries, so I'm actually interested in watching some of these as well. Yeah. Um, I, I, I really thought heroin was going to win. Yeah, because there's an epidemic going on with that shit, and right, and it's also a backed by Netflix, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I do not know about I, that I, one. No, don't, I don't quote know. me on that. Yeah, I'm not sure about that, but I, I I thought it was a very powerful documentary about people dealing with that shit and some and the mm. woman who's trying to save them. You know, um, I have no idea what happens is on Shabby Jam is about. I don't know, but the speech sounded really fucking sad. What was it? Uh, well, no, it was just uh, it was pretty much like like. He said, oh, the speech is for you. And he just kind of like looks up like saying someone died. So I'm like, oh, my God, I don't know. Is this documentary about someone that died? Like, oh, shit. I, I don't know. And I didn't really read anything about it. So yeah. I'm definitely going to check it out now. Especially You're going to have to check it out now. I'm going to check out all these winners. Oh, yeah, for sure. We have definitely have to check that one. So, uh, the traffic, Heaven is a traffic jam on the 405. Um, next category is best documentary. And the one who won that best was. documentary feature. Yes, feature. Yes, you're right. The one who won that was. Icarus. I know. And I chose Icarus. You did. You got that one. Yes, I did. They put you in the lead, too, and I was getting nervous. Damn. Okay. You should have been nervous the whole time. Yeah. Last was, Man in Aleppo is what I chose, and I got that wrong. Yeah. I mean, Icarus had what I told you. It was it fucking blew up a subject that people knew but didn't really... People suspected but didn't knew, I guess you can say. And that movie just fucking opened that shit up. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to see some of these, too. Well, Icarus is on Netflix, though. I've always been bad with documentaries. I've always like, man, that sounds awesome. And then yeah. I just leave it in the back burner. And yeah. then if it happens to be in front of me, I'm like, why not? Yeah. You know? well, well, it, it, the thing up. is that for me, doc, I have to be in the mood for a documentary yeah, to watch it. Documentaries, they'll like fucking rip your heart out sometimes. Yeah. Where they, they, they just tell you like truths about the world. And you're just like. And, and it's one of those fucking movies that you have to. Yeah. Movies you have to actually really like pay attention to the subject matter yeah, and what yeah. people are talking about. So you have to have like that attention mm -hmm. span on it. Um, and you have to be in the mood to watch real shit happening. Yeah. <laughs> you know? They show some grim shit sometimes. Yeah, like, oh, man. I, um, I, I like my fiction. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, I definitely want to see Icarus though, because it's on Netflix and might as well, right? If you have Netflix, you could definitely watch Why that. Why not? Next category is best animated feature. And the winner was... Coco. Oh, you don't say. I didn't see that coming. I did not see that coming, oh, guys. Oh, man. Oh, no. I did not see that coming. But you know what? I put my heart in it, and I voted for Coco just in case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it, it, in, in all uh, honesty, I heard, uh, I mean, it was obvious it was going to be Coco, but I heard a lot of people really wanted it to be Breadwinner, and that one's on Netflix. And I heard yes. that one's fantastic. That, that It's very yeah. fucking sad Yeah, and I, stark. I, that's what I heard. They said, story-wise, that one like was really like it's good. so sad they pretty much said the only reason why coco won was because of uh the animation was just way like oh it's beautiful and it's pixar. It's a beautiful movie and it's a pixar and pixar if i'm mistaken has won every fucking time they've been nominated they lost once or twice i want to say they lost to shrek 
Uy. And they lost to another one that I'm not. But who were they up against? What was the movie that was? I, I want to say it was like, I don't know, Bugs Life maybe. Oh, okay, that makes sense. M- maybe I'm no, wrong. it can't be. It can't be Bugs Life because Bugs Life came out in '92, if I'm not mistaken. No, '94, I think. Because then Toy Story came out in '96. Um, no, Toy Story came out in '94. Bugs Life came out in '96, I think. '95, '96. So and Shrek it was like 2001. So I don't think that's correct. okay. Let's fact check that. Right fact check quick. Um, I'm not gonna go through all of them. I'm just gonna find the ones where Pixar lost. Yeah, where Pixar lost. Okay. okay. First year Shrek. Second year Spirited Away. Yeah, but what, what was the what was the Pixar movie? Oh no, there, there were no Pixar movies there. That, that, uh, that's, that's why I'm just skimming through it. Finding Nemo one. Yeah. Incredibles one. Yeah. Wallace and Gromit, it wasn't up against Pixar. Ah, here it is. They lost Cars lost to Happy Feet. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Happy Feet was really good. And Monster Car, a uh, Monster Car, Monster wow. Car, Monster House, Monster <laughs> House was the other one. I combined Cars and Monster House together. Monster House is good. Yeah, I enjoyed Monster House. Yeah, Happy Feet won over Cars. Okay. And. Let's see. The next one was Ratatouille. The next one was Wally. The next one was Up. The next one was Toy Story Three. The next one was Rango, but there was no there was no Pixar one there. Okay. Brave one. Uh huh. Frozen, but Frozen was not up against uh, oh, Pixar. Pixar. It was probably up against another uh, Disney animator yeah. though. Here's another one. Big Hero Six, but again, nothing there. Big Big Hero Six is a Disney then movie. Inside Out, then Zootopia, then Coco. Wait, Zootopia. <gasps> Zootopia beat Moana. Wait, no, they're no, both Disney. They're though. both Disney. Huh. Which so, I agree with that one. Zootopia was better than Moana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll give that one too. So they only lost once. They only lost, and it was, of course, Cars. It makes sense. I, I mean, I'm not hating wait, anyone that likes Cars. Cars what about the year that Cars 2 came out? They probably lost that year. They weren't even nominated. Cars uh, 2. That movie sucked that Cars much. Cars 2 is not on any of the nominations. Wow. Uh, that movie sucked. Huh? So, yeah. There probably was a year. But as far as. Pixar being nominated and losing, it was only once. Damn, dude. Pixar's on a fucking roll, dude. Yeah. They haven't lost since, huh? But Cars 2 wasn't nominated. The, and, what about, and, I, and I can already see Monster University wasn't nominated. Yeah. And neither was Finding Dory. Those weren't nominated. Good Dinosaur wasn't nominated. Good Dinosaur wasn't nominated. So they're not really on a roll. But Good, Good Dinosaur was pretty weak, though. Yeah. They're not really on a roll that much. Well, they're on a roll when they're nominated. They win. Right. Inside Out is their last best movie. Besides Coco, but Finding Dory came out last year. It wasn't nominated. I mean, the nope. year before was it nominated? Nope. It's crazy. Nope, nope, nope. Who, who was in last year's category? Who was it? Last year's category was Zootopia, uh-huh. Kubo and the Two Strings, which Oof. I loved. Moana, My Life as a Zucchini, which I heard was awesome, and uh, The Red Turtle, which I watched, which is actually really sad. Wow. So Finding Dory came out in 2016. Oh, that's that year. That's the f- Finding Dory didn't get nominated that year. Damn, that's a stacked year, though, dude, to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, it was a stacked year, and, and I haven't seen My Life is Zucchini, but I saw the other ones, and they all deserve to be there. And from what I heard of Zucchini, that one deserved it. Shit, dude. So there you go. So pretty much it's not likely for Pixar to ever lose just that one time with Cars, but there are some years where they just don't get nommed. Yeah, man, but last year was pretty stacked, though. I, yeah, I, yeah. I can't even fucking hit on that one. That there was a good go. year. But this year, it was clearly going to be Coco. Yeah, I don't, I don't think there's nothing here that would go yeah. up again other than Breadwinner yeah. and maybe Loving Vincent, which was a kind of like a stylized animated movie. Right. It was um, rotoscoped. Yeah, They filmed exactly. it in live action, and then they traced it in a um, 
in a, in a Van Gogh style. Yeah, you see, which seemed really nice. Yeah, it looked really cool. So definitely, Fernand and Boss People not gonna win. No, how do you know why those fucking movies were to be I, nominated? No, that was, was there any other good animated movie last year that couldn't? Like Jesus, dude, it's terrible. Captain Underpants. I enjoyed Captain Underpants. You would put Captain Underpants over Boss over Boss Baby, Baby any day. Yeah. Any day. I haven't I haven't seen Ferdinand. Secondly, so. they were both about baby looking people though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's fucking better than Boss Baby though. Yeah. Um next category is Best Foreign Language Film. And the winner for that one was A Fantastic Woman. Yes. And I voted for that. I voted for that one as well because I saw what the story was about. But Transgender. Yes. But um that movie actually made history, uh, in a oh, way. Shit. Um, okay. Well, actually, the actress, the the she's the first transgender actress to actually present. Whoa! So, because remember, she presented an award a little bit after that. I don't know if you saw that part. She, I forgot which award she presented, but she went up and she presented one. Everyone was like, "Holy shit!" Like that's the first that's ever happened. So, th- this was an Oscar with a few firsts, and that was one of them. Nice. That's pretty cool. And I knew that movie was gonna win. It was just too powerful a story, and it was perfect for its for for this time. Yeah. For so time, I was like, so. it has to win. Yeah. Um, next category is best adapted screenplay, and the winner was "Call Me by Your Name." We both went for one. We both lost this one, but we both went for ones that we had our heart in. You went for Molly's Game. Yeah, I like Molly's Game. Right, and then you also love Aaron Sorkin, so that's why. You yeah, I love Aaron Sorkin. And I love. Logan, like I really loved yeah. Logan. I love how dark it was. So yeah. we both kind of knew that these weren't gonna win. No, they weren't. But we went with it anyways because yeah. we thought, why the fuck not? <laughs> <laughs> so yes, call me by your name did win. Yeah, I, I, honestly, I, I didn't. Um, I I think if anything would have won, would have been Mudbound. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not call me by your name. To be I, honest, I, I I agree with that. I would have thought it would have been Mudbound. Yeah. So big up to call me by your name, dude. That's good for them. Uh, next category is Best Supporting Actor. And the winner there was... Oh, fuck. Sam Rockwell yeah. for Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. I love that guy, man. That guy's so underrated. He is very underrated, but fuck, dude. I I really wish uh, William Dafoe would have won it. Yeah. Even though I didn't vote for any of those, I voted for Christopher Plummer. Oh wow! Because I thought the Academy was gonna stick it, stick it to Kevin Spacey. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, let me see. I, I Who did you vote for for our best supporting actor? Oh, I actually won it. I won it with uh, Sam Rockwell. Oh, okay, cool. I love that guy. So, fun fact about Christopher Plummer. Let me see if I can find his age right now. I'm blanking out on his age, but uh, he's actually the oldest actor to be nominated. That at 88 crazy. years old. That's really crazy. He beat the record. It was 87, apparently, by someone else. No way. But he's 88. Holy shit. Jesus Christ. He's old as 88, fuck. 88, fucking nominated for an Academy Award. I thought that was pretty awesome. So I think he another, was deserving, though. So so there's another first, or a, or a record breaker, I should say, rather than a first. Yeah, but I think he deserved it, though. I haven't seen it. I, I want to see it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I really thought that Academy was going to stick it to Kevin Spacey. By voting for him mm. and making him win, like ah, motherfucker, is what you get for being a pedophile, crazy, yeah, yeah, guy for being a fucking sicko. Yeah, we're gonna give the guy <laughs> replace an Oscar you. for replacing you, right? Yeah, that that would have been a nice fuck you. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, um, but I, honestly, I really, even though I love Sam Rockwell, man, I really wanted William Dafoe to win it. 
I thought yeah that that movie was very. I haven't seen it, but there were a lot of scenes being shown, and he and looks. He, it it like, looks so good, dude. I, I want to see it. it. It looks like he's pretty much his acting look on point there. Yeah, it looks like he's babysitting a fucking crazy family. No, essentially what he is, he's like a, a motel owner, right? And people live there. Yeah, but it like, looked like he's taking care of the the daughter because the mom is like fucked up. That's yeah, what it seems it, like. it, but they, that's essentially what he does. Like he doesn't want to take care of these people, but he has to because right. he cares about them. You know, mm. type of thing. No, it's one of those. Yeah. So, um, next category is best supporting actress, and the winner was Alison Janay yeah. for I Tanya. I knew that one, and I did vote for that one. Yeah, we both voted for that one. Pajot stole me on that one. Yep. He he, he was going for somebody else, like Laurie Metcalf or Lady Bird. Wait, I was. Yeah, I I I was leaning towards it, but yeah. I know uh, you stole it. You stole my you stole my thing. It's all right. You stole my uh, <laughs> my my Dunkirk. You stole my Dunkirk for editing. <laughs> <laughs> I convinced you so much on that one. Well, again, Addison Janae was great. I saw Atanya. The Atanya was good, and she was really good on it. I like so. again. Again, I keep seeing the scenes, and she looks awesome. Yeah, she was. She did a really good job on that one. Uh, next category is best actor, and the winner was Gary Oldman for Dark Tower. Gary fucking Oldman, man. He finally won it, man. He finally fucking finally. won it. Finally, his second nomination, first win. So the funny thing about Gary Oldman. Yes, tell me the story, man. So this is what you were trying to set up earlier. <laughs> yes, I was. Um, so they're running jokes of actors that never fucking get it, never fucking get the uh, Oscar. And it was always Leo. Mm-hmm. Leo, oh, he's never going to get the Oscar. And Leo finally won the Oscar for Revenant Yeah, a few years ago. So Which then, people say is his weakest movie. Revenant? Because he, he did better jobs than other ones. Mm-hmm. And he won it for the weakest movie. And uh, people, people like... Um, I don't agree with that. People like uh, Gary Oldman's other movie, and they will say this is probably one of his weakest ones. Maybe. That I would probably agree with more, mm-hmm. but I don't know about the Leo one. But anyways, yes. so Leo finally won, and they were like, holy shit, who are we going to champion now? Because that's always the, the internet's thing. We need to champion someone that's underrated. Yeah. So who's the next one? Everyone immediately went, fucking Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman's the next one. Fucking great actor. Yeah, he needs to win it. And what happens? He finally gets he it. He wins too. it, man. He finally gets it. Got him. Now, that being said, I haven't seen anyone championing anyone. All right. So, now that you're talking about this. So, who do you think when, is the when, when we were discussing this, the next person I think is going to be champion for, Brad Pitt. You think so? Yep. Brad Pitt's never won? Never won. I don't know, dude. I'm, I'm weird. I, I haven't been sipping the, the Brad Pitt Kool-Aid. I actually think he's overrated. What? Yeah, I, I, know, I know. Call me crazy. Call me I love crazy. Brad Pitt. So I actually would have said Sam Rockwell, but he won today. Yeah, he won too. I, oh, I don't know why I said today. He won this year. So yeah. I'm like, well, now I really don't know who to, who to go for because I, I had my favorites. Yeah, it's Brad Pitt, man. No. Brad Pitt is the next guy. Maybe for you. I actually got to think about that one. That's a tough one for me. It's Brad Pitt, dude. Stop denying the truth. The truth is in front of you. It's Brad Pitt. Oh, I got but you. I don't think Idris Elba has been He's only been nominated once And that was for probably The Breath of No Nation But I don't even think He was nominated for that I no. think the movie itself Was nominated um, But I don't think He ever was nominated For Best Actor If I had to champion But I, I don't think He's won though He He's not one of those actors That everyone's like Clamoring for to win But if I had to champion someone Brad Pitt No <laughs> I'm gonna have to disagree With that one He's the only guy man He's the only guy Who deserves to win he needed that, man. You know what? I actually just looked him up. He hasn't won anything. Oh, well, hasn't even been nominated. So I'm going with Idris Elba. 
It just was my new champion. One day, one year. But dude, that, that's so like no, dude, no, no. <laughs> Why? Because he, as much as I love Ujus Alba, you know, everyone knows that. You know, my, our loyal twenty listeners know that I love Ujus Alba. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's so sexy, um, but he is—he hasn't reached the point where you're like, "Fuck, dude, he deserves to win," or he, he needs these movies. He or, got the Golden Globe nomination for Molly's Game for supporting actor. So he's almost interesting. There. He's almost there. Well, he was pretty good in Monty's game, though. He's getting there. Dude, no, no, I, 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 I'm not. Don't get me wrong. Right. I know he's gonna get I, there. I, I know. This is why I'm so surprised you're fighting me about. He, this. he just needs a little bit more movies to be at that point that like, fuck, dude, why hasn't he won one? Yeah. Brad Pitt is at that point for me where he's like, fuck, dude, he's done a lot of good shit. Why hasn't he won one? There's just I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. There's just something about Brad Pitt. He's great. But there's just something about him that, like, seems fakey. And I think I was telling someone else about it. I was watching a lot of Kevin Costner movies, and I'm like, this guy acts fakey. It's because he has a lot of those fakey roles, to be honest with you. Maybe. A, a, lot, a lot of his roles have been very, like, they're, they're, it, again, he has such a wide range of fucking shit. He's done action. He's done comedy. He's done drama. He's done goofball. Yeah. He's done everything, dude. And that's what I'm saying. He he's the next guy for me to deserve it. He's done a wide range of films, like Maybe. every other body else. Sam Rockwell has done a wide range of films. Yeah. Um, our our winner this year, uh, Gary Oldman, has done a wide range of oh, films. Oh man, such a wide range. And Gary Oldman, the thing is that he fucking transforms into these characters. You can't. You, sometimes you don't even know it's Gary Oldman until you look at who the who the actors are. Yeah. He look he looks different every movie he's ever been. Yeah. I I was watching Hannibal the other day on FX and he was in it. He's the one that's all disfigured. And I was like, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like he, he, he transforms into these fucking characters. Yeah. And that's why he was deserving of one. But again, I don't think Idris Elba is there. Idris Elba has um, maybe when what, the last five years he's blown up? Uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I would agree with that. He's, he's been around longer than that, but he's essentially really blown up within the last five years. I would agree on that. So he's not due for anything, dude. Give him 10 more years. Actually, I would give him a little longer. I would say from Thor and up, he kind of blew up. So, 2011. So, but for the past eight years. I don't think Thor blew him up, though. Well, nothing's blown him up. Not really. He just got in steam. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I'm telling you, all it takes is that one movie. I'm, I'm, he's my new champion. Uh, I, I don't know. I feel like, remember when Orlando was saying that he didn't think Leo was a good actor because he cries yeah. the same? Yeah. I'm kind of feeling the same way with Brad Pitt, and I, but I don't have, it, I don't have an, an excuse. I, there's just something about Brad Pitt that to me is slightly fakey, and I and I and I can't pinpoint it. But when I watch the acting, I'm like, there it is. What well, What about the last movie you you just saw of him with uh, the French lady that he was uh, a spy? Same thing, uh, Allied. Yeah, Allied. Yeah, there was something there. For the most part, he was good, but there was every once in a while, I'd be like, there's something there, hmm. and I and I can't quite place it. I, I I can't explain it. It's just something. I don't know, man. I, I know, I know. Everyone always says, "How can you say that?" I know, I know. Uh, it's not. I don't think about how can you say that. I think he's just fucking. You're nitpicking. Uh, maybe you're nitpicking his acting for some reason. Maybe, but yeah. yeah I, 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 as much as I love Idris but I think you're too soon on him. Too soon. Maybe. Too soon. But for sure, this this guy deserves it. I don't know. Brad Pitt needs to be in like a really good movie for me to go like, yeah, 
But he's been in a lot of really good well, movies. Well, uh, let me rephrase that. He needs to be really good in a movie. <laughs> let me rephrase that. Uh, I, I think he's due, he's due up. Right. And, and he's doing a lot of uh, good good um, yeah. genre I'm, stuff. I'm still on the fence for my champion. But if you had to get a name out of me right now, I'm just going to say Idris Elba right now. All right. Well, let's just, we'll let's just simmer on that. And then I, we'll, we'll revisit this uh, conversation in a few <laughs> months from now. Revisit. I don't agree with you. I mean, not necessarily about <laughs> Pitt, but maybe somebody you could think of. Oh, okay. We'll, well, we'll revisit I'll, this conversation with the guys and find out what I'll they think. I'll let you know if something comes to mind. Next category is Best Actress. And the winner was, I'm um, sorry, Frances McDormand for Three Billboards Outside yes. of Ebbing, Missouri. And that's a fucking snub. No. No, 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 no. I, I, I know for some reason you hate her. I, I don't hate her, dude. Okay, let's, let's clarify this for the, for the audience who just tuned in just to see who, uh, who we thought, who the winners were. Um... I voted for Sally Hawkins, The Shape of Water. Right. And if you've seen The Shape of Water, she is a fucking mute. Okay? She does not talk not even one single line in the entire fucking movie. And she portrays everything you needed her to. Mm-hmm. Emotionally. Uh, physically. Everything. Everything. She, she does her acting through every other means yeah, yeah. other than speaking. And I know what you're saying. She did. She actually acted. She and then did. if you guys see Three Bibles Outside of Ebbing, Missouri, Frances McDormand acted like she has acted in any, any other thing she's ever done. Right. Which is like, there's nothing fucking special about it. I've seen her be that before. Mm-hmm. So, like, honestly, in my head, I knew she was going to win because there was a lot of buzz behind that shit. But after seeing these two movies, she didn't deserve it, man. Sally Hawkins deserved that shit. <laughs> Fuck that, man. Hey, I, I, I know. I already know there's nothing I can say to change your mind. So I'm not even going to bother changing your mind. But I'm just going to say, well-deserved, Francis. Good job. What was well-deserved? Was Tell well-deserved. me right now, Pedro, what was well-deserved she about that. She did amazing in the role. But she, there's nothing new so, about it. Well, okay. So what I liked about her role, if you actually want to get like more specific, I love that she was actually able to show the sadness and and anger at the same time. Like she was able to portray it. Like I, I, I saw through her eyes, through her acting that it's like, this is someone that's really fucking hurt, but she doesn't want anyone to know she's hurt. So what? So she just shoots out in rage, like self-destructing rage, just like fuck everyone. But you can see it's like killing her inside. Mm-hmm. And there are those little moments where you can actually see it really hurts her. Like, when someone mentions her daughter, she kind of, like, hesitates, like, fuck. So, yeah, that's that, that's acting, dude. That's acting. I'm not saying it isn't, but it's not better than Sally Hawkins. <laughs> you know, she was a fucking mute, Pedro. I know, I know, I, know, I get it. You, you, you could say it all you Jesus. want. Jesus. There's nothing special about her. Everyone, I can honestly say everyone in this category deserved it. Oh, yeah, for sure, dude. Everyone in this category deserved everybody, it. Everybody, everybody. Um, so, Rosie Ronan did it really good in Lady Bird. Margaret Robbie did really good at I, Tonya. Yeah. And Margaret Robbie played a teenager. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was pretty funny. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's better than Francis McDormand, dude. And I was going to say, uh, I, I think I mentioned this in the last one, but I always think Meryl Streep's overrated. I always say that to myself. I always go, he's nominated again? Seriously? Like, they just nominate her in every movie. She's not that good. And then I watched the movie, and I'm like, damn, she's that good. Like, in the post... In the post, I actually noticed. It. I'm like, damn, she deserves the 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 nom. Yeah, she's a really good actress, dude. I, I, she is. She is. I, I always try to say, nah, dude, she's overrated. Same thing with Daniel Day. I always say, nah, dude, he's overrated. And then I watch them both, and no, I'm dude, like, and Dan- I'm like, Daniel Day is such a beautiful actor. I, I'm like, these guys are fucking heavyweights. See, the thing is that 
I can agree people saying that Meryl Streep is overrated because the, the amount of nominations. The amount of nominations and the amount of fucking movies she does. Yes. But Daniel Day, I would never say he's overrated. Because well, yeah. he only does a movie every 10 years or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, he, he, he nitpicks. So, like, you can't say he's overrated if he does rare so roles. You, yeah, so you would say more, like, you think Meryl Streep... Well, not saying you think it, but you would think Meryl Streep is more quantity over quality. Not necessarily, because she always chooses drama movies. Yeah, yeah. She did a few comedies that were really good. Too, she, but, she's but done yeah. a few, but you, I will always say she's done a lot of drama movies, drama-heavy movies, and she does she does one at least once every year. Mm. So she does a lot of movies. So people probably, and I can say why you say she's overrated because she's she's always in something. Well, that's the thing. I always say she should be, but then when I watch it, I shut myself up every but, time. But she's a good actress. Yeah. I'm not hating on that. Like mm. she she's good. She knows she she's good at her craft, and I can tell why everybody loves her. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, but I, I, when it comes to the overrated category, you know, I wouldn't say um, she's more overrated than mm. than the other one. Um, next category. Well, I, actually, I, I missed a few. Oh, uh, really quickly. I know you hated. I know you hate Francis, or at least you don't really. I, I don't hate her, dude. I, I'm just what? saying there was nothing special about her acting. Mm-hmm. That for me, like, damn, she deserved yeah. it. I mean, again, I'm not saying she's yeah, a bad yeah. actress. She's fucking really no, good. I get it. She's she's good at what she does, and I love seeing her yeah. in movies. But I don't think there was nothing special about her in this movie that she hasn't done before. So, or she hasn't done in real life because you think she played it herself. I mean, yeah. she 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 acts that way in, even in real life. So yeah. she's always like she's always like she's angry. Well, well, the reason why I brought her up again is because uh, the speech. And again, I don't know if you saw that for yeah, No, I didn't. I but was like, her speech is actually pretty awesome. She pretty much just told everyone to like stand up, like all all, all the women to stand up, like a, a thank you to all of them. So it was, I, it it like stole the show that night. Yeah. So, so I thought it was really and awesome. then she did the inclusion thing. Yes, yes, the inclusion. It's if I'm not mistaken, it's an inclusion clause that you put in your contract that for pay uh, to get rid of pay disparity. Oh, okay. Between yeah. the actors. So you pretty much. If I'm not mistaken, you're pretty much saying I will not work on this movie unless there's a pay there's a pay uh, parody. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. So like the leading inclusion, actors, inclusion writer. I yeah, some shit like that. She, she said. Yeah, it is inclusion writer. You're right. So essentially, what it means is that if there's two lead actors, they should get paid the same. Mm-hmm. Two supporting actors should get paid the same. You know, they shouldn't be on because he's a man, he's a woman. There's a disparity there, or right. because you're black and because you're white. There's a disparity uh-huh. there. Um, they should all get paid the same, yeah, regardless. Yeah. Um. So I actually skipped the category, which I should have done after the adaptive screenplay. But it's best original screenplay. And oh, the, you did skip that. Yeah, one. I did but skip that's it. fine. That's fine, because that was a good one. The winner was uh, Get Out here. Um, uh, what is it? Jordan Peele. Yes, Jordan Peele for Get Out. And, and I chose The Big Sick. Oh, you know what? That's a tough one. That was a really tough one. It was going to go either way, to be honest. It was well, going to go Get Out or Big Sick. Actually, I'll, no, I, I, I could have gone in anybody's way. Because it would have been the big sick, get out, ladybird, shape of water. I, I know you skipped three billboards. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Like, it doesn't exist. Um, so it could have been any of those movies because they all were diversified, right? right. So big sick was written yeah. by an uh, Indian guy. Um, no, he's not. He's Pakistani. Uh, Pakistani. Yes, you're right. Uh, get out was written by a black guy. Yep. Ladybird was written by a, 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 a woman. Yes. And a ship of water, I think it was Guillermo del Toro wrote that. Yeah, I want to say it's Guillermo del Toro. With somebody Toro. else. Although, there's some plagiarism stuff going on around about that. But I don't know the full story. I don't know the full story. But, I, dude, it's... He, Who knows? 
it's the idea, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. But I mean, who? So you Avatar plagiarized Fern uh, Gully, uh, Fern Gully and Pocahontas. Pocahontas. I know, I know. You it, know, it, it's, dances it's, the wolves. It's an interesting conversation. I guess we can go into it another time. But pretty much, when does an homage or reference become plagiarism? Because yeah, you can say, "Oh, you copied this," and I could be like, "Oh no, I'm just a fan. It's an homage." You Look, know? man, pl- plagiarism for me in order to be plagiarism, you need to copy fucking beat for beat every fucking thing about oh, my movie. Oh, so you're a Vanilla Ice guy, aren't you? Yeah. Dun 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 dun. dun. It's not the same. It's, it's not, not the same. same. It's not dun, the same. Dun, 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 you son of a bitch. <laughs> but that's plagiarism, dude. That's essentially what plagiarism. Like, like if you plagiarize in a paper, it's because you're copying somebody else's words and making it your own. It, it, with the, with papers, it's a little different, though. But if, that if, that's plagiarism. All right, let's not get into this. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. Well, let's see. <laughs> this, 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 this is a big conversation we can have. For it it point. really is. It's a loaded question. It is right? very loaded. Um, but yeah, uh, what did you choose for this? Uh, get out. And, okay. Um, and Get Out made 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 history. It's the first uh, first black man to be nominated and, and win, win for mm-hmm. that um, that category. Or actually, I think he's just the first winner. I think there were nominations before, but he's the first winner. First black for for original screenplay for that category. Yeah, and I mean it's fucking Jordan Peele, dude. That guy's a comedian, and he's winning a fucking Oscar. Yeah, that's insane for a suspense thriller. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, and it was awesome. I fucking loved it. Yeah, a horror suspense thriller for sure. I loved that movie. It was really good. And like I said, it just brought me back to the Twilight Zone uh, vibe. And I fucking love that shit. Yeah, it was good, man. He deserved that shit for sure. But again, like I said, uh, any of those people could have won. And they all would have been deserving. Oh, any of them except Three Billboards. Except Three Billboards. Fuck them. (laughs) Um, Three Billboards had great dialogue. But I would say, movie-wise, it is the weakest. Yeah. I I would agree with that. And it was uh, all of them are good, dude. I've seen... I saw all of them. You know, Big Sick was a really good movie. It, It had... It had... Comedy, drama. I haven't seen Big Sick, but it's on Amazon. It's right? on Amazon. It's, I, a, it's I, an Amazon movie. I really got... I love Kumail. I love yeah. him, dude. He's so Kumail fucking Najiani. funny. I've seen him in Portlandia, his cameos. He was hilarious in Portlandia. He's always the IT guy. Or, yeah. or, or something with tech. Yeah. And he'll fuck it up. Yeah. He goes through all the red tape. And then, obviously, in Silicon Valley. He kills the show. He Silicon. kills it, dude. Him and, and, and uh, Guilfoyle, the, the, the Satanist friend. They, uh, they Martin Starr. They make that show. They do make, them, the, they that, make the show. That combo. Yeah, they're perfect. They play off each other really well. Watch Silicon Valley if you haven't. It's Definitely very, watch it. Very entertaining. Good show. Um, so that that movie, Big Sick, drama, it had comedy. Perfect merge of both of them. Get Out had the suspense. Yeah. And the, the political undertones under it, which was great. Yeah, it was, uh, I would say it's a political satire? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if political is the right word. Because it has to do with race, essentially. Not really. So social... Social commentary. Social commentary. There, there, there That's there what we're go. looking for. That's we're the dancing one. around it. That's the one. And you know, Lady Bird is a coming of age movie that was different from any other coming of age story. Mm-hmm. It played a twist on it, you know. Not even a twist, but it was just different. Um, and Shape of Water is the good old Beauty and the Beast story. Yeah, man. Can't go wrong with that. Can't go wrong with that, man. Compassion, just because someone's different, you know. Yeah. It, it's great. They all speak. Yeah, definitely. But Three Billboards, I know. I'm not championing this movie that much. But hey, you are, dude. You're all over that dick, dude. No, dude. To be honest, I watched the movie and I was like, it's not as good as In Bruges. Yeah, In Bruges I is really good. I love In Bruges. <laughs> but, <laughs> it, but just to defend why it's why it got nominated, which I do feel that it, I'm, I'm glad it got nominated as well. It, um, Yeah, it's just a movie about morality, just like... You know, yeah, a lot of great characters there. Yeah, and they're black and white characters too. No, I was gonna say everyone was in the gray to me. Yeah, you think everyone was gray? Everyone was in the gray. It was just different shades of gray. Hmm. It was like when, like, 
how yeah, like is that guy bad is that guy good is that guy, you know it was like all over the place yeah they'll do things that are good they'll do things that are bad and it's like does that make you a bad person or a good person i don't know yeah and and i think the movie brought up those questions a little bit but anyways enough about that there movie. was no payoff there was no payoff i agree with that all right uh next category is best director and the winner was Guillermo del Toro for The Shape of Water. I'm, I'm glad. I didn't see it coming, but I'm glad it happened. And I voted for Jordan Peele Get Out There. And I went for Greta Gerwig for, for, for Lady Bird. Yeah, dude. I thought for sure it was going to be, be Jordan or Greta. Yeah, either of those two. But the Guillermo del Toro came out of nowhere. Dude. I didn't think it was going to happen. I didn't think it was going to happen either. It even crossed my mind. It didn't. It didn't. I, I, I didn't think wow. so, but now that it has been... That's amazing. Yes. I feel he was very underrated. Very underrated. He's so deserving of this Oscar, though, yeah, dude. He really was. And he was so happy. He was all freaking yeah, out. Yeah, he was so happy, man. Like, that's what I love about Game of Toro, dude. He's very joyous, dude. Like, he's very passionate yes. about the shit that he does. And he loves all kinds of shit. Like, yeah, like, dude. I mean, he's working on fucking video games. Because yeah. he just loves to try different... Yeah, different, different mediums. of, of yeah. storytelling. Yeah. He he he's a guy that like thinks outside the box. Oh, and, for sure. And we need we need a lot of those in in movies. And I'm glad that that a move. Uh, we'll talk about this later. But um, I'm glad he got he got he won, dude. Yeah, very deserving. Big time. You have something else to say about that, or are you looking for something? I could have sworn I wrote something about that that was at the top of my my, my head. But about has he ever won it before? Or okay, nominated? That's what it was. That's what it was. He had never even been nominated for, it. and he's worked on all these really good films ever yeah. since Pan's Labyrinth. Uh, but fuck, man, Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah. It didn't win foreign film, at least? No, no, he won. Or sorry, was it nominated? He won, or he was, oh, man, I can't remember if he won or was nominated. Pretty much, he got at least a nomination. No, he won. He won uh, for Pan's Labyrinth. Uh, uh, screenwriter. Uh, screenwriter. Yeah. Not best foreign film. That movie was really good, dude. Yeah, and he had never been nominated for director ever, and he'd worked on very good films. All of his films always get Oscar buzz. Is that Chris and Peak? They didn't get anything either. Yeah, because you said it's a gothic love letter, also. Right? I actually liked uh, Crimson Peak. It's not like his best, but oh no, let let, let me uh, rephrase. It was nominated for best foreign film. I'm talking about Pan's Labyrinth now. It was nominated for best foreign film and nominated for best original screenplay, but he did not win. Neither one. No. Shit. So that's sad. His first nomination for director was this one. Damn, dude, that's so. I, I was so happy when I saw that, dude. I'm, yeah. I'm so I happy know, that I, he I, won. I was surprised. I was like, really? And I'm like, wait, this is awesome because I, I like that guy. He's just such a. He's so cool, man. It's a nice. It, it's just his head is in like the fantasy. Like I don't know. He he thinks outside the box. It's the best way to explain it. Yeah. I, I, and I like that they're in a way him winning. Uh, for director, like it encourages that. Like, yeah, it does. Like, make more fucking weird shit. For sure, dude. We love for sure. weird shit. And to wrap this up, the best picture, and the winner was <laughs> the <laughs> Shape of Water. The motherfucking Shape of Water. Oh my god, this was insane. Cause I voted with my heart in this one. And you yeah. and I, I, I put Shape of Water. And I did the same thing. Remember we talked about? Yeah, it. We we were did. Like, this isn't gonna win. This is not gonna win. The the the, the Academy is not gonna give what? a monster movie a win. Yeah, um, yeah. I would have thought honestly, Lady Bird, but I'm glad. Or or, even, or, or even call me by your name. name. But I'm just glad. I'm so glad. So happy, dude. And I'm happy for the exact same reasons of Guillermo winning director. It's the same thing. Yeah. It, it, it promotes. The th- fucking crazy creativity and, and the fact that they give it to a monster movie dude yeah. a well, monster movie that's a monster movie dude yeah it is it is even though it's a love yeah, movie it's, it's a monster in it and the academy doesn't really give academies to 
monsters. No. Unless it was the, the Jackal ever win or sh- no, anything no, like no. that. No, no, no. None of those ever won. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like damn, dude. A monster movie won? The only monster movie that I could think of that probably got nominations it was probably Bram Stoker's Dracula. That's probably the only thing I could think what of. What about Wolfman? Nah, no. Wolfman not even? Shit, no, dude. So, you see what I'm saying? Like, like this movie... It's so it was such a weird movie mm-hmm. and it won, dude. Yeah. It won. And like that's well, insane. It, it, it had a lot of heart. Oh, for sure, and, dude. And I and I and I'm I'm hoping it's a beautiful that, movie. And, I, and I'm hoping that's why it won. People saw that. Yeah. It was a beautiful movie, dude. And I, I just it, I'm it's still blowing my mind, dude, that this movie won. Like well, I, I couldn't believe that. R- really quickly, now I just happened to look up since I brought up Bram Stoker's. Bram Stoker did win best costume design, best sound editing, and best makeup. Of course, of all course. technical. Yeah, and, and and it was makeup for fucking Gary Oldman. Yeah, <laughs> my dog. It went full circle, full circle. Uh, so Gary good. Oldman wins for makeup again, and a monster movie wins something. Ah <laughs> man, that's so beautiful, dude. But anyways, yeah, man, fucking shape of water, dude. It's amazing how I I'm, I I'm still like I can't believe it. I mean, like incredulous about this movie winning, yeah, yeah. dude. Okay, so back to that bit I was telling you about. So we all know last year they mixed up the envelopes. Yeah, they fucked up calling the best picture last year. They they called La La Land, they called and La it was La Moonlight La who exactly. won. Exactly, and it was Warren Beatty. Yeah, and Faye Dunaway. Yeah, so they brought them back. They brought them fucking back. <laughs> so what does Jimmy Kimmel do? He brings back the two people that fucked it up. The fr- obviously it wasn't their fault, but still, it's well, just it was back. their fault because they were distracted. They were distracted. They should have read the envelope. Yeah. Well, Warren Beatty did. It was Faye Dunaway. They kind of just like read it quickly. Well, the thing is that the people who were in charge of the envelopes were distracted because they were doing like social media yeah, yeah, presence. Yeah. So then they gave the wrong envelope, right? And it's just yeah, a- yeah. So I just thought it was so damn funny because uh, um, Jimmy Kimmel's like, "All right, the last envelope, nothing can possibly go wrong." And to make sure it doesn't go wrong, I'm gonna bring in our new and our announcers, Warren Beatty and Faye Dunham, and everyone starts cracking up. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, dude, that was so good. Oh, That's a way of like making fun of yourself so that it's like, like enjoyable again. You know, like yeah. people weren't intense anymore after that. After that, everyone's like, okay, they got it. Yeah. And also, I don't know if you noticed the envelopes. They were big. You saw that, right? The letters were so big that you could see it in the camera. So uh, originally, the envelopes were just a solid red color. You couldn't tell what it was. And nothing. it had like they had a gold etch on it. Yeah, that was it. But in this one, really fucking big. It's this giant envelope, and it actually says really big, best director or best, best actor, uh, original no. screenplay. Yeah. Best. It actually said the category. And they were so game. huge. That you could literally see it on camera. Yeah. The, the audience can see it. I could Which just, was nice. Yeah. That's, I'm glad it did that. So I thought that was awesome. And yeah, when it actually wins, fucking awesome. Ah, oh, man. It's, it's two years in a row, dude. Two years in a row. Last year, we had Moonlight that no one ever thought was going to win. Right. Fucking winning. And now this year, The Shape of Water? Well, here's the thing with Shape of Water, though. Shape of Water had 12 nominations. Yeah, but for all technical shit. Mm, not really, no. It, it, it had it for... for it, had, it had uh, original screenplay that was probably the yeah, only one, but, the biggest unique but, one. But then it had director, picture, actress. That's not really technical. That's more into the... So it had a lot. Oh, uh, and it had supporting actress, too. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it had a lot. Because that Octavia Spencer. Yeah, exactly. Octavia Spencer, that's right. Yeah, it had a lot. So it was in the running to be the biggest winner. So, all right. Do you think that I, – I, I'm noticing until now. Do you think Mike uh, Michael Shannon was snubbed for a supporting actor? 
Yes and no. Yes, because I thought he did really good, but no when you look at the other nominees. I look at the other nominees and I and I can't really I don't have the heart to take any of them out there. Cause But you have Richard Jenkins instead of Mac Shannon. Richard Jenkins is great though. He did they go right. He did great. He did great. I can't hate. Yeah, exactly. They, they, <laughs> they all deserve to be there. If you could have fit six people, then sure, you would have put Michael Shannon in there. But do, Woody, do you think Michael Shannon was better than Woody Harrelson? Nah, dude, Woody Harrelson did great. I, I thought Woody Harrelson did really good, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say we always talk shit about you know three billboards, but the acting was on par. Well, do you think uh, Woody Harrelson is due? Oh, that's a good one. Or has he won before? No. He hasn't. He's been nominated, though. He was nominated for Messenger. Oh, yeah. The Messenger, yeah. The Messenger? Something. The Messenger, yeah. So, there you go, man. There you go. But I, I don't know if he's the one I'll be championing, but I would put him on a list of, yes. He, 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 no, dude. If he's he's one actor you should be championing more than Idris Elba. Yeah, maybe. Because yeah. he's been in the game for so long. Okay, okay. And he's done a wide range of films. Yeah. So if there's anyone you want to champion, maybe Woody Harrelson. You're really trying to change my mind, <laughs> but you know what? You, you you actually you actually proved a good uh, a, a good point there. I would like for you to look up Woody Harrelson and see if he actually won anything though, because I, I I feel like he has won. No, I don't think so. I, I, supporting actor at least. But but you are right that um, so Woody Harrelson's kind of turned into a McConaughey, in um, they did. I wouldn't say silly movies, but yeah, kind of. You know, movies that aren't as serious. Well, and, and then suddenly, out of nowhere, they just started doing like respectable but shit. But the thing is that Woody Harrison has done a lot of comedies. Right. And Matthew McConaughey's did rom-com. Rom-com. But, but it's still the same, you know, as far as the Academy's eyes, just, mm-hmm. to, just to give you an example, those aren't considered serious films. Yeah, no, for sure. I get you. But, but Matthew McConaughey has won twice, I think. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not championing him. I, I'm just saying uh, actors that weren't in that that realm, yeah, that realm, and suddenly they are. But I'm, I'm telling you, Woody Harrison is due now. Um, no, he hasn't been nominated. So this is his first. Uh, j- no, j- just um, the Messenger, for the Messenger Academy Award for uh, Best Supporting. That was back in 2009. You see, there's your champion, man. You need someone to champion is Woody Harrison. Oh. Yes, he was nominated for The People vs. Larry Flint, Academy Award for Best Actor. But he didn't win. No, 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 no. Nominated. Someone else won in that, that movie, was, though. That was back in 96. But someone else won for that movie, though. It had to be the supporting, then, because he's the main one. Ah, okay. Or it could have been the, the, the main actress, as well. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that's it. See? And, uh, there we go. True Detective with the Golden Globes and well, the I, Emmys. I know he won that one. No, no, he didn't. He didn't win that, either? What he, about the Emmy? No, no. I'm the looking at it right fuck? now. Nominated, I think McConaughey beat him. Remember, they, they were side by side for supporting. Yeah, that's dude. a tough one. McConaughey did was better than him. Let's be honest with you. Yeah, if you had to choose, but they were both good. Yeah, if you, you had know to what, choose. Y- you're, you've convinced me, dude. I'm telling you, man. I don't know if he's my champion, but he's definitely up there, dude. Well, conversation for another time. Yeah, I, I got to think about that one. That's a good one. Oh, so uh, just to bring a full circle about the jet ski yeah. thing. Yes. So after uh, best director was uh, best picture was uh, shown. Yeah. Um, Mar- uh, uh, someone, someone got cut off, though. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Someone did get cut off. Uh, uh, but they brought him back to the mic. So, essentially, what ended up happening is uh, after the uh, best picture, after the best picture, uh, Guillermo del Toro, you know, talked about it, thanking everybody, whatever. And then he left. And then one of the producers, I think, came up. Like, uh, he's trying to talk, but then they, were play- they, were play- they played him over. They played over him. Right. They played over him. and it- No, they cut off the mic fully. 
Yeah, and then um, what's his name? Uh, Jimmy Kimmel comes. They oh, hold on, hold on. They they cut this guy. What do you want to say? Yeah, I tell the people what he wants. Like oh, he was just saying oh, I, I, I just, uh, this is a great movie. Whatever. Yeah, so he, was stupid just saying, shit like that. Uh, he was just saying thank Guillermo del like, Toro for everything. For everything oh, like, Captain, my Captain type bullshit. Yeah. And then they led into the jet ski, right? I think after yes, that. Yes, and then you see Helen Mirren come out, and then someone's on the jet ski. Someone actually won for the shortest speech, and it was uh, the costume designer for yeah. Phantom Thread. Uh, I want to say Jimmy Kimmel said it was like 30-something seconds. Yeah, it was very short. The rest. Yeah, yeah, it was super short. And it was, yeah, I just thought that was so awesome. I was yeah. like, oh, my God, they were actually, like, serious about it. Yeah, and, and, he, I, and I love Helen Mirren out there, dude. And, that was so good. And he did say it multiple times. He's like, you guys think I'm kidding. <laughs> but I'm serious. This jet ski, like, someone's going to win this. Like, for real. Yeah. I, I think the, the funniest bit was uh, uh, Jordan Peele when, when he got, when he won. And oh, yeah. Everyone was applauding. Everyone was clapping. Like, you, you guys got to come down. You're cutting into my jet ski time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are messing with it. Um, oh, man. That was funny. Yeah. Oh, there was another thing I wanted to talk about. All right. What is it? So, uh, let me see if I find his name. Robert Lopez. He was the, uh, the writer for Remember Me. Okay. He won this year. Mm-hmm. He won last year for, I don't know, maybe not last year. I'm getting my years mixed up. He won for Frozen. He won for Let It Go. Oh, shit. So this guy is the first person in here in history to win a double EGOT. So an EGOT, what? An EGOT is an Emmy, oh my a God. Golden Globe, an Oscar, and a Tony. And he's the only one to win two of each. Minimum two of each. Oh, my God. Yeah. So he's won two Emmys. Oh shit! He's won two Emmys, three Ga- three Grammys, three Tonys, and now two Oscars. Holy shit, dude! And then his credits are Book of Mormon and Let It Go, pretty much, and a uh, 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 um, Broadway show called Avenue Q, and um, for a TV show, two TV show, uh, uh, two seasons of a TV show called Wonder Pets. Oh my god, dude. Double Egot. Guys, this is the hardest shit to ever get. And he got it twice. And he got it twice, dude. Oh my god. And, he, and let me Mind tell you, blown. Let me tell you, if he wins one more Emmy and one more Oscar, he wins it three times. Oh my <laughs> god, dude. And, and honestly, at this point, it's not hard. It's for not him. hard. I mean, the Emmy, maybe. The Emmy's a little tough because I don't think he's in unless he somehow does really good music in shows. Yeah, but. The, not even music. But yeah. the thing is that shows right now, dude. That's true. Are, are getting so good. You know what? You're very right. And they're they're film like qualities in these shows now, he's dude. He's young. He's young. Oh my God, dude, that's insane. He's a young guy. Double eager. When I read that, I went, "How is Holy this not news shit. everywhere?" Shit. I had to read this in some some other, and I looked it up. Man, it's crazy. And th- this is big. This is big shit, dude. Yeah, and the fact that nobody's making it a big deal is like, are you yeah. fucking kidding me, dude? Yeah. The hardest shit is to get an eager, dude. Oh and and, and some of that was pretty cute. Uh, Robert Lopez. Um, him and his wife were the ones that wrote "Remember Me," and him and his wife were the ones that wrote "Let It Go." So it's like a it's a husband oh it's a husband God. wife combo. So, so it's pretty cool. But yeah, dude, double egot. Wow, dude, that's Crazy. fucking insane. Oh, one more skit that I thought was pretty Holy funny. Holy shit! One more skit I thought was pretty funny where they were like, "Okay, if the jet ski doesn't shut you up, if the music doesn't play you off, we're gonna have to actually have Lakeith Stanfield, which is the guy from Get Out, the the one who's also in Death Note." He's just going to run out and just yell at you. So you actually see him run out and go, get out, get out, like in costume, like straight out of the movie. And he's like, get out. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, everyone's just fucking crap. I, I actually really liked that because I wasn't expecting it. They're like, oh, if that if that doesn't get you. And then he just comes running out. Oh, man, that's hilarious. I wish, I wish one of the people would have actually gone that long for him to get out. 
Yeah. That would have been good. I think that was it for the first. Oh, well, the other first, um, Fantastic Woman for foreign film. It's actually Chile's first win yeah. in that category. It was just, it was so just first cool. win. Yeah, that's pretty good. Oh, I got one more thing to All say, right, actually. I, I, I keep forgetting and I keep remembering. I was actually very disappointed in the In Memoriam. Oh, uh, yeah, Adam West, dude. Adam fucking what West is missing. What the fuck, man? I noticed it immediately because I'm thinking, oh, yeah, him. And I'm like, Adam West is coming. Oh, no. Oh, okay, Adam West is going to save him for last. Dude. That's, West- the, that's the biggest snub of history there. Yeah. He, how, he, how are you not going to fucking... How, how do you snub him in death? <laughs> it's Adam fucking West, man. Adam West. Iconic, dude. Iconic. The definition of iconic. And, and I, I did read a list that there were other snubs. But but he's the one, the biggest one that sticks out. To out of like iconic Adam West, man. I mean, come on, pow, kablam, all that shit. Come on, damn, dude. And well, who's the other guy that died last year? Well, I also Powers Booth also was. Uh, Chris Cornell wasn't in there either. No, but what about this guy, dude? From um, I don't know, man. There, there, there was a lot. I saw a list of who was missing. That guy, pretty, dude. The guy we like so much. I don't know. That uh, game over, man. Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. Wasn't Bill Paxton in last year's? I want to say Bill Paxton was in last year's. I could have sworn he died in the middle of the year. Bill Paxton was 2017. Yeah, last year. But it wasn't. It was after the Oscars, though. February. Oh. He made it to the Oscars. Yeah. Oh, he, shit. He, he okay. made it on that All right. Oscars. All right, cool. Bill Paxton. All right. All right, good. But yeah, man. but yeah, dude, that's a big snub. Adam West, dude, you come on, man. But if you think about oh, it, oh no, you know what? It actually says Bill Paxton and Adam West left out of memoriam. Oh my god. Oh, because I I want to say Bill Paxton died the day of or the day before the Oscars last year. Damn, yeah. dude, that was crazy. How are gonna put these people here? That's true. Yeah, I, I figured since Bill Paxton was so long ago, then. But dude, freaking. Oh, bad. and the voice of uh, uh, the voice of Cogsworth from Beauty and the Beast. He just died of like last week, and, it, and, and apparently he was like a good like like he was a known old school actor. It, this is crazy. Like whoever does the Morm shit should get fired. Yeah. Like, come on, dude, look the fuck at where your heads at. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. Maybe their argument is there's too many damn people dying this year or something. Like you forget, you know? I don't know. Yeah, but then you do it more than once. Then yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Like. You, you got to represent for these actors that are, yeah, yeah. are part of the Academy and shit. And I know a lot of times the Academy likes to focus more on film rather than uh, shows. But Adam West did a Batman movie that came out in theaters. So, I mean, but look, to, not... to be honest with you, look, the thing, the thing about Adam West, he's been snubbed throughout his life. And if you think about the Hollywood star, he was only he was only given the star recently. Yeah. So, like, That's it's true. been so many years, and until recently he got one. Like, it makes sense why they don't yeah. give a fuck about him. Mm-hmm. But the fans do, you know. Of course. The fans love Adam Dude, West. For sure. So, yeah, that sucks, man. And uh, I got nothing else. Come on, end this in a happier note, dude. Like, this I is know, so sad, man. man. Come freaking... on. Fuck Pedro. Oh, here. Nah, thank notes. God. <laughs> I, I always like... <laughs> I'm sorry to make everyone like. But um, I always like to. Oh, Something that was really funny, actually. Even before that, I can okay. go back. Yeah, go on, so, go for it. Uh, when Guillermo del Toro won Best Picture, yeah, 
He ran up there, obviously. He grabbed the Oscar, but then he got the envelope from Warren Beatty and looked. He looked at it, it, yeah. He looked at it, (laughs) yeah. And then he he showed it to the audience. Yeah. He did the thumbs up and smiling and hugged Warren Beatty. Yeah. He was like, oh, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) No one wanted the same thing twice. So he's like, I got to check again. Yeah. It was so freaking funny. It was so good. That was like a a, a genuine, like, happiness. Yeah. No, he was so happy, dude. He was like a fucking child when he he smiles. Dude, he was a fucking child, dude. He, he was so happy, man. That was great. Oh, man. So here's actually a tally of uh, I don't gotta name all of them. So Shape of Water won the most Oscars. Yeah, because it, it was it was nominated the most. It won four Oscars. It won um, picture directing, uh, production design, and score. And in second place was actually Dunkirk. Dunkirk won three. Mm-hmm. Film editing, sound mixing, and sound editing. You know, uh, and a bunch of other people were too. Christopher <laughs> Nolan would have never won Best Director. No, 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 no. Uh, he needs to be the next one to win Director. Yeah, I'll champion him for Director. How about uh, that one? Uh, that's a we're, good we're, one. We'll get there. We'll get there. That's a good one, man. I'll champion him for Director. That's a good one. Yeah, I'm glad all this shit won, man. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a good year. It was a lot of good movies this year. I'm not even gonna hate. Yes. You know what was funny that each time Guillermo del Toro won, like I mean, the two times he won. The second person he always hugged was uh, Gael Bernard Garcia, which is the guy who who did the voice of the dad in Coco. Oh yes, yes. And you know he's he's very known. Mm-hmm. He he always hugged him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's another I, Mexican guy. For some reason, I always forget his name, but I see his face, and you know him. You yeah. know him. I, I, yeah. I've seen him in a bunch of other foreign films yeah. before. He was really big. I've yeah. seen him. Yeah, I, I, it's that guy. He, to me, he's one of those. It's that guy faces. Yeah, the one of the best movies for me was Motorcycle Diaries. I really enjoyed motorcycle diaries. I really like those, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like he always hugged guy, that mm-hmm. guy all the time. Every single time he won, he the second person he hugged, he's like, ah, oh, he, another I, thing was kind of uh, and guy I, hugged him. He's like, oh. uh, Oscar Isaac. Uh, I think they presented best song. I want to say it was best. Song. Yeah, he, along with the Star Wars people, it was yeah, yeah, terrible. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like it at all. Yeah, this kid was a little weird. But I did like that he actually like 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 tickled or or, or patted BB-8. Like he was yeah. still in character. Like, yeah, hey, he, he tucked him. Yeah, yeah. And then as they were walking away, Oscar Isaac actually ran back to. To uh, to like hug everyone because they were all the Latinos that won, you know. Because it was the, the it was for the best animated song. Yes, it was Remember Me. So he was like, "Hey, you see no best original song, best original song." So you see, yeah, I don't know why I said animated song. No, I said animated. Oh, there you go, original song. Yeah. So yeah, he ran over there and he was like, oh. so he was like, "Represent," you know. I, I, I love what he said that when, when he when he when he announced it, he was oh, like, yeah. "Viva Latin America," yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. You know, it was pretty cool, dude. Yeah, representing. It's, it's always fun to see people actually having fun and being like legitimately happy when someone wins. Yeah, so. for sure. I, I enjoyed that shit, dude. The representation, and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, oh. Friendly Wager. Oh, yes. The Friendly Wager. Who won it? Who's going to be driving for a month? So I actually kept track. Yes. And you had 12 points. I had 12. I had 14. Oh! <laughs> Let me tell you, dude. I was keeping track with each category, and you were winning for most of it. And then we tied, and then I won, and then we tied, and then you won, and then you fucked up on the last few, and I got you. I, yeah, I lost control on the other ones because I went with my heart instead of my mind. <laughs> um, again, best actress with my heart. Yeah, she should have won that shit. You know, um, and it was a uh, it was a uh, screenplay, screenplay, and actress were the ones. Screenplay, and we with my heart. We we were tied until those two. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, <sighs> yep. I was gonna say if you win actress, we tie, and then it would have been a tie. But no, nope, you lost. Well, man. It, so, it, so it ended up being two for me. It looks like I'm be giant for a month then. Yeah, starting next week. Be chilling. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, guys, uh, let us know what you thought about this Oscars. Uh, what do you thought about the winners? What do you thought about everything? Uh, did you actually? I had more fun watching this one, but it was yeah, lo- it was it longer. was longer. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was longer, but I had I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a good time. Um, but let us know thought. What you, let us know what you thought. I mean, especially about Shape of Water winning Best Picture. I would like to know gauge your guys' um, ideas on that one. Mm-hmm. What do you guys thought about that? Um, as you could tell, we loved it. Ocho. But um, as always, guys, you can follow us on all our social media platforms. We're on uh, Facebook and Instagram. And if you don't have any of that crap, we're at popcornheroes at gmail.com where you can send us an email about all the good stuff you want to talk about. And we will definitely write back if you hit us up. And we will read it here live. Sure. Yep. <laughs> well, <laughs> anyways, guys, till next time. Bye bye.